0: Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. Today I have a very special guest with us. I have Jay Wills. Hey there, Jay. How's it going?
1: Hey, how are you doing today, Dr. Bradford? I'm doing fine and I'm feeling great to be on this podcast today, man.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, it's a beautiful sunny day in Las Vegas. How about yourself? Where are you at?
1: I'm actually out here in Phoenix and you know what's funny is that um, I'm supposed to be moving to Vegas. So it's funny that you're out there. Maybe once I come out
0: there, we'll hook up in person though. For sure. You know, once the Rona's over and all. <laughs> yeah,
1: no. Yeah, it's a mess, isn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So, uh, Jay, why don't you again Just tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay. So I am a 40-year-old marketer, um, gamer. I want to say that I'm more of a, uh, what do you call it? Like casual gamer, I'm not. I have friends that are really, really into um, competitive gaming, but that's not necessarily my forte. My forte is casual gaming. I love gaming. Um, I'm also a content creator slash marketer. I have a clothing label that backs me called Chase Demons. I'm a moderator for an MMJ group called Smoking Aces on Facebook. Very cool an artist, and that's pretty much me in a nutshell, my friend.
0: Wonderful. All right. There's quite a lot to unpack there. Before we do, I'm going to ask you the same question I ask all of my other guests, my first question of every interview. So on a scale of one to 10, 10 being high, how weird are you, Jay?
1: How how what am I?
0: How weird are you?
1: How weird am I? I don't like that term. I like the term unique, but I'm going to probably say to the average person, they would probably say it's him.
0: <laughs> okay, why is that?
1: Um, because I just think outside of the box. Like I don't believe in normal uh, society. And then also, I would say due to a lot of the current things that are going on in society, uh, my socialization is heavily off. You know what I mean? Like I, I would really say that it's difficult for me to socialize with people nowadays. I don't, I don't think that. I think the world's gone crazy. <laughs> and I think the crazy one. I think the crazy ones are the smart ones, man. You know.
0: Oh man, I know it. Everything's so weird. Like my my three year old daughter basically hasn't seen another person in months because we're because of the Rona.
1: Yeah, because of the Rona. Yeah, Yeah, I get get it, man. You know, um, you know, you're you say you're doctor, so um, I say this. Like, you know what they used to do to crazy people reportedly back in the days?
0: Uh, It depends on what you mean by crazy, but they used to lock them up. Yeah, so like Zelda reference,
1: right? So it was reported that they would take lampstands and stick them outside of these caves and put these people in these caves because it was rumored that they were called oracles. And then if you spoke to this person, that it would change your perception. And so that's my, like, you know, that's what I, that's how I am. Okay.
0: Well, one quick thing, I'm not a medical doctor, so I'm not okay. qualified. I was a, I was an elder law attorney. So I was actually qualified to declare somebody's, uh, competency to sign legal documents though so i could determine whether or not someone was allowed to legally do stuff that's pretty cool i'm um, not a, i'm not an attorney anymore so i can't do that anymore either uh, all right, you but, not
1: an attorney anymore i was gonna say i need to talk to you about that man I yeah no attorney.
0: not me man <laughs> gotta talk go find somebody else someone else who hates their life <laughs> <laughs> fair enough all right so jay this is the gamerpreneur. so i need your gaming cred when did you first start playing video games
1: um, the first thing that I ever got was when I was 12, I was I got chicken pox, dude. And I got a, a Nintendo system for it I, on Christmas. I got chicken pox on Christmas and I stayed inside and played the old school Mario and Duck Hunt, like the whole winter. <laughs> that's where, that's where it all
0: started. I love it. And how'd that progress? Obviously you're still a gamer today. So you just kind of yeah. went along, got the new systems and never looked back. Yeah.
1: yeah so, um, I was thinking about that, that statement with you, too. So this is how this goes. is So I got the chicken pox. I got a Nintendo system because I got chicken pox. Yeah, chicken pox. Thank you for turning me into a gamer. And then I went ahead and got on Game Boy uh, later. Then I first got the first PlayStation, uh, PlayStation 2. I had a PlayStation 3, and I sold it for a girlfriend that I was with at the time. Heartbreaking mistake. I still ate it. Um, and then I started hanging out with, uh, six which I told you guys you should check out his channel. Um, and messing around with him on the PS4 and here I am today, <laughs> right? On. That's pretty, that's the evolution. Oh, and a lot of arcade time too. We used to be, um, we would, we would actually did school to go to the arcade, put the corner, uh, quarters on the video game machines with, um, the other gamers and street fighter.
0: A lot. I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nickel
1: City. Nickel City. So you remember that?
0: No, I don't remember that one.
1: No, you don't ever remember Nickel City? The big arcade. Everything was a nickel when you would go in there. And they would give you big bags of nickels at the door, and, you would, and they would have some free uh, play game system. Mm-hmm.
0: So no, I'm, I'm a tad younger than you are there, Jay. <laughs> How old are you? I'm 33. Okay, yeah. So yeah, seven years. a little bit different. There you go. <laughs> right on <laughs> okay Jay are you playing anything at the moment
1: um the last game that I played was Valorant um I was trying to play Smite I haven't been playing Smite you know what I honestly would like is a recommendation for somebody uh, for something that I could play on a laptop at this point in time that's going to keep my mind heavy you know? um but yeah last game that I played was Valorant
0: okay well I don't try you know there's there's Thousands of games out there. <laughs> uh, you know, it depends on what you like. Um, I'm a
1: first-person shooter type of guy. I like. Oh, then you RPG. need to be
0: playing Call of Duty: Warzone, man.
1: Yeah, I like Call. It, I'm a Call of Duty. I'm a running gunner. Um, I do like that. Um, what else? I like strategy, RPG. Like I'm a Final Fantasy guy. Um, what else? Eight Resident Evil. Um, we played recently, like the new Resident Evil's fun. I have, I didn't really play on the uh, Mastermind side. I more play on the like escapee side, you know? But um, other than that, I'm trying to think of anything else that I played recently. Mm, I was playing Far Cry for a minute. That's it. But uh, like Sig's like, nobody plays Far Cry. <laughs> Why? You know what I mean? I'm like,
0: yeah. Yeah. So there's that part. Alright, how about this one, Jay? What's your favorite game of all time?
1: My favorite game of all time? That's not fair because there's so many to pick from. Um okay, so if I was stranded on a desert island, what game would I take with me if I could just play it over and over again? Probably one of the GTAs.
0: No matter no
1: matter what, at least I could still cop cars.
0: <laughs> which which one though? Um, Are you chasing that train? Not, yeah,
1: that's not fair either. I'm like San Andreas. <laughs> <laughs> San Andreas GTA <laughs> or GTA 5 depending on if we have network connection on where or wherever we're at um, Smite I play um, we're waiting for uh fault to come back out. We're waiting for fault to come back out the Paragon was dope you know obviously um shout outs to the Paragon community uh fault you know I was playing with revenant for a very long time
0: right on okay so um jay so that's thank you for giving me your background there on the gaming side let's go over to the preneur side can you kind of walk me through your professional background how did you end up to where you're at today
1: okay so about 10 years ago no hold on 2020 15 no 18 18 no 15 okay yeah 2005 to now so 15 years ago i moved from california to out here um, in Arizona. What happens is I end up going for my associates and business foundations. And then I, as I get towards the end of my uh, degree, um, I end up like wanting to do some extracurricular study, basically. So I found, I found a radio station that was actually um, looking for an intern. It was called Chill Talk at the time. And so that's where I met DJ Signal, K-60 so Um That was my first experience with him. And then shortly after that, um, I did a show as a hip-hop artist out here in Arizona. And I was first on, I think, 150,000 um, flyers. And it was on the radio for like three days. It was like this big, giant bazaar out here, and I helped open it. Um, I cried when that, thing, when that thing shut down, man. It was <laughs> It was a hectic process. So then, out after a while, um, I went for a bachelor's um, in business administration. Unfortunately, I did not finish that, but I do have my um, equivalent now. Um, reason I didn't finish that is because in 2011, my grandpa passed, and I went through like a really hard time. So um, shout out Grandpa Williams, and you know, um, shout out to everybody who's like surviving through hard mental transitions in this world. Um, don't let it stop you from doing whatever you want to do. Ultimately. I still ended up writing a business proposal called Hydrate the Homeless for the city of, um, city of Arizona to basically give water and snacks to the homeless people. I worked at a radio station called Support District Radio. Um, I ended up partying as friends with them and going to another radio station out here called Native Beat Radio. So I'm a host out there. Um, I was with Signal. For four or five years, we hosted a a club night on Saturdays, a weekly club night called uh, The Reef. Um, And that was fun. Four or five years being being a club host. Eventually, it all came to an end. Signal goes into gaming. I still stay in marketing and advertising. And then my next transition from that point is I'm getting ready to go become a marketer for another business that we have out of Vegas. In the middle of all that somewhere. I wrote a book, um, hooked up with some people called Sinewave, uh, that's com, where We have a label called Cloud Demon that, uh, basically helps out with depression and anxiety. It helps to fight depression and anxiety. It's a lifestyle brand basically. So, you know, it's all about positive reinforcement and things of this nature we had a podcast much like you called should have been on, um, somewhere within that time too. And we got an award for best new podcast for that. I created a bunch of other podcasts in the middle of that time. And, you know, um, just trying to find my way as a marketer through, through this universe, man. And now you love it.
0: it. It's stages a, to a backstory. Thing, yeah. It's stages to this stuff, man. Okay. <laughs> so, um, you're a marketer, like first and foremost. So, yeah. what does that mean
1: for me as a marketer? It's basically trying to find a product that I believe in and that I can help develop, and we can create profit out of. Um, and I would rather work with something for me that is something I believe in, obviously, and some and have a like a good business relationship with the person I'm with. Um, basically, I've always described this to everybody is this, all I do is move information from one place to place. I put pretty pictures up and I, that's what I do, you know, but I do have these meaningful conversations with people such as yourself, um, because engagement is important, you know, uh, cultivating a following is not is an important thing. It takes like countless hours of discussing things with people.
0: Darn um, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: so just, you darn right. so You know, you know what I mean? What's going on here. So um that's pretty much it you know it's a and it's a long road man because i don't think i don't know unless you're like gary Vee or somebody like that i don't really see it like just like turning into a million dollar dream overnight you know what i mean like you just got to keep going through it until and especially with the way this current climate is you know um you just got to keep going until you get there that's what it is with me
0: that's right keep at it keep at it until you finally like strike that iron right Yeah, exactly.
1: And you got to make sure you got a bunch of irons in the fire, you know, because organic engagement is a a precarious thing. You know, one day something, a product might be hot, the next day it might not be, you know. Um, Case in point, look at all the things that they're, look at all this uh, protest against Facebook right now, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And then, like, all of a sudden, like, brands that were on the forefront all this time, but, like, we're kind of in the back, like, Ben and Jerry's, are like all of a sudden out here right now you know move big time because it's like oh, hey well, you know you stand with your causes and, and things of that nature you know mm-hmm. so uh, that's what it is now
0: uh, okay okay so jay like my, my goal for this show is to try to give as much advice as i possibly can to my audience through my guests and the fact that you're a marketer is like huge for me like i, I would really love for you to be able to like share your thoughts, your suggestions for somebody out there who's looking to promote themselves. Because primarily, you know, we're, we're all kind of in the get as much attention as you possibly can game, right? Like that's the name right. of it. So like, yeah. what do you say people should do?
1: Ultimately be you. Keep trying everything until you find a thing that works because a million times something's not going to work. Uh, per, per example, um, one of the biggest points that I can see Um, in terms of gaming and marketing combined would be against 6080. Like I've watched him, I've watched him have to reboot his computer. I've watched him have to like order countless pieces of equipment and invest in himself to make his setup look better. Um, Things of that nature. Like these are things that you're going to have to do as a marketer or someone that wants to put a specific brand or a lifestyle choice out there. You know what I mean? Um, engage with as many people as possible as you can and remember to keep opinion a lot out of it, especially right now. Like sometimes you got to realize like, so or not everything is for you. It's okay to be like, I might not agree with that, but I'm going to stay over here away from that. And I'm only here to talk to you about this and let's meet at this point and try to keep striving. Does that make sense?
0: It does make sense. It's actually interesting though, um, because that that ability to be polarizing could also find you your audience, right?
1: Yes and yes and no. It's a it's a procure, it's like walking a plant, dude. You know what I mean? I get I get what you're saying. It's like walking a plant, you know, because I mean some people are some people are loud and destructive and they get all the news cameras around them and you know things are still happening for them <laughs> and they're still making millions of dollars, dude. And there's some people that hey, you said the wrong thing one time um look at like i don't know like a michael richards you know for example like make one bad comedy joke and hollywood remembers you after for that for the rest of your life now you know so it just depends i think on what your approach is and how you can recruit that i've had some of those embarrassing moments dude where i've had to go back and tell people like you know what man this was necessarily my opinion about this thing but i respect that you didn't respect what i said So, you know, let me, like, change that up for you. Um, I think that's what's dope about being a marketer, too, is the ability. um, So, like, if somebody leaves a really bad Yelp review, like, don't be scared. You know what I mean? Like, the point is I've seen this really bad Yelp review, but it gave me a chance to engage with the customer. Now I know what the customer doesn't want. So now if I engage with them and they give me the opportunity to fix it, we can fix this thing. And now that's it. Um, inconsistency or discrepancy in my business that I fixed and that goes for your personal lifestyle brands as well Does that make sense
0: absolutely oh yeah now um, like kind of bouncing off that point you mentioned like the Yelp review how do you deal with the haters and trolls because like they're everywhere
1: yeah it's really big isn't it <laughs> run, go run and hide uh, don't, don't engage them they just, they just want attention don't run and hide. Don't, don't fall into the trap dude You know, um, some guy asked me that today. He was like, um, cause I am in several different groups on Facebook. Right. So the guy was like, he was like, remember me, this girl said, um, that this neighborhood wasn't quote unquote hood or this wasn't this way or whatever. And I was like, really? I was like, um, okay. So it could have been a situation that happened with me, but generally I let those types of energies go. I'm a big believer in like energy vampires and like not letting things sap your strength, dude. You know what I mean? Like I'm a big believer in that. And I generally think that the reason why most people are that way is because they're unhappy in their own lives. And so because they're unhappy in their own lives, that they're just going to act out for attention. Like you said, it's all a big attention game. So don't give them any attention. Make sure that you only direct your focus on positive things that are going to elevate your business lifestyle or you
0: personally. Absolutely. hundred percent. Okay, so Jay, how did you even begin doing this? Like, where did it start?
1: In terms of marketing? Yeah. Um, when, I, when I went to, co- so when I wanted to go to college for business foundations, I tried to go to college before that for computers, and I felt miserably like it just wasn't my thing. Like it really Like, it really wasn't my thing. I'm too clunky trying to put hardware together. You know what I mean? And I'm really rough on technology. Like, actually, some of my best friends are, you know, like technology gurus and stuff like that, like people that are actually making innovations in, in fields right now, dude. And they're always yelling at me like, oh my God, you're so rough on this computer. Like, what did you do? Why, does, why, do I, why is there a blue screen of death? I left this computer here with you for two minutes. Why is it here? <laughs> they're like, I don't know. They're like, okay, we'll fix it. Can, next time you do it, it's on you though, you know? So I left that. Um, but my brother at the time was rapping and he was, um, Warner Brothers wanted to sign him. Um, he was working with the CW network, if you guys remember that. Very nice. And a couple other things were happening at the time, so I basically wanted, and I basically wanted like a way to protect us, um, our music, and to learn about music. Well, uh, once I ran into Signal, Signal was pretty much like, in terms of the industry, um, entertainment industry, like I'll pull the curtain back for you. And are you sure that you want to see what's behind this curtain? Cause once you see what's behind this curtain, you might not like it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm with it. Which pill do I eat? You know what I mean? And I'm like me. Unfortunately I ate both pills. I ate both the red pill and the blue pill. So now, <laughs> so now we're here. <clears throat> and I just felt like I'm still in love with marketing. I like interacting with people. Um, I like, being an inspiration to certain artists like the artists that represent. Shout outs Kai G. Um, of course I gotta say that. Uh, so shout outs Chase Demons. Like I like things that we've done. I've like the friend I like the fact that I have friends that are content creators. Um, you know, shout out Victory Children. Like it's a black comic about ALS awareness. You know, fights for ALS awareness. Like I rock with the with these types of things. I like creative people. It, even in high school like my teacher gave me a book one day. She was like, do you know that you're an existentialist? I, at the time, I really didn't know what that word meant. <laughs> now, now I sort of get it, you know what I mean? What yeah. just someone whose thought process is just a little bit different than everybody else's and is looking for a way to succeed in this world. That's it, you know?
0: Yeah. So, Jay, tell me about your book, I wanna know.
1: Okay, so I wrote a book called Memoirs of Businessman. I um, actually, Missed my publication date for the book. We're still waiting to kind of rebound on that, um, but the copy is still at sign at Signwave. So what's going to happen with that is ultimately we're going to run we're going to run back through that. Um, I'm still trying to do that. Memoirs of a Businessman is basically um, a book that I wanted to write because I unfortunately um, I did have a friend pass um, in front of me. And that kind of affected me when he passed. Um, and that's also kind of what what made me leave California to be put on a better path, right? And so with that being said, um, eventually I bumped into this dude named AJ Serrano. Um, and what happened is he was looking for a way to create his company. Uh, I helped him find a way to incorporate his company. Dude came back and he asked me, what did you what do you want to do? And I was like, you know what? I want to write a book. So he said, okay, we'll write a book. The book is roughly, I think he said, 20,000 words. And moving forward, we'll be looking at publication for it soon. So, you know, more details to be released on that. Of course, I'm going to stay in touch with Gamepreneur. So, you know, check in with me. I can't
0: wait to hear more. Okay. Okay. So, you know, like I said before, like I'm trying to get in the show – to people to be able to follow in your footsteps. So mm-hmm. what is it about you that makes you unique? Like, what skills do you have that maybe somebody doesn't have?
1: I'm really empathic. Um, I'm really adaptable and easy to study different things, and I'm able to walk in multiple worlds. Um, I have friends from all walks of life, you know? Um, so, I'm able to to do these types of things. Again, what else do I think would make me personally unique? <laughs> my belief system more so than anything and my willingness to adapt my belief system. And like, my, my, we call it agape love. So like my love for everybody that's a content creator, you know what I mean? Everybody that's mm-hmm. trying to, that's trying to walk the same walk of life. Cause so many times in a day where I have conversations with people that, um, you know, are associated with me in this business. And we don't necessarily see eye to eye. And I'm just like, all right, we're just going to agree to disagree. I think a lot of people right now are holding a lot of grudges right now. And I think like we generally have to let that go in order to succeed. Um, Also, also I'm pretty information thirsty. Like I spend a lot of my time just researching consistently, no matter what, like I always want to know something new. I always want to, Like find somebody new to teach me something new if I can't find it myself. Okay.
0: So So I'm going to give you one of those typical interview questions. Where do you see yourself in five years?
1: In five years, one of two things will happen. Either I will be working with another uh, marketing company which is coming soon. They did pay me a retainer. I can't really um, release details on that, but I'm supposed to be a marketer for them um out in vegas so hopefully that's that's coming soon i'm crossing my fingers i'm like nobody pays you a retainer they don't want you right like that's there doesn't happen so um then the next thing is i'm probably gonna try to pair with this lady ellie rodriguez which is a spiritual healer and an herbologist um she's trying to make some legal advancements in the world of cannabis dude Um, because I believe in the strong medicinal powers of that, and not just simply for recreational use, but like for holistic purposes, and I believe in the culture that's rooted around that as well, so I'm going to try to work with her um, also and further her brand, Um, because I was looking for a project to basically scratch my proverbial claws on recently, and I bumped into her, and like, I feel, I feel at home over there, you know? So I'm going to do that. Also, I want to try to do a tour with Sunwave and Kaiji within the next five years. And I want to put out another album within the next – I want to put out some more music within the next
0: five years. Very cool. Tell me a little bit about your uh, your music history. Um,
1: musically, for me, I haven't had as much success as everybody else, but it's weird because I get orders all on the Edges of everything. I started when I was 15, 16 was the first time that I got a standing ovation. Um, we had a song called Victims of the Industry, which was basically like an industry crash course. Um, at the time, I was with my bro. His name is Big Slim, um, aka Prop 24. And he ended up getting signed to uh, Def Jam Slash Island for a while. So we, I was working with him. Uh, What's interesting, too, again, is um, so I don't know how many of you out there are familiar with Game, but the dude that um, that's part of Game's camp, his name is Breeze Joaquin um, from Black Wall Street, actually named me. He's the dude that named me Code Red, and he spent a lot of time around me, too, working with me. So I did a song with him a while back. Um, Right now, what I'm currently doing is I'm helping a young producer. Get his roots out in Washington, basically. Um, like I gave him pretty much a pathway to walk on, you know, um, and the inspiration to like run with that. And he came back to me recently and was like, you know what? Thank you for doing this. So let's work on an album. So I'm gonna do that with him now. And then the other thing too, like I said, is that um, working with Signway, um he's been in the industry for a while. He's been around a lot of different things. He held ASCAP conventions all types of different things that's one of my like day ones so it was just only natural for me to kind of graph towards that you know when i'm far away from that like because it might be like especially right now like it might be a week or two where we don't have a business meeting I might not pop up like, pop up on them you know um but when in those in that week or two i do feel like kind of estranged you know what i mean like i feel far away far away from them man and I, and I miss it so um, that's, just, that's just been in me, you know. Um, I started off writing poetry, and then I pretty much, at the age of 13, and I progressed until 16, and now I'm just out here trying to eventually, like I said, make another album. Um, another part of my family, too, which is an international producer. His name is Dasubat. Um, he's big in, like, Japan, Europe, all that stuff. I've worked extensively with him. He has a lot of my music in his, in his lab right now. So, just, it's weird because it's all these individuals that I've been networking with that are technically in the industry, but I just haven't necessarily found my roots yet. You know what I mean? Well, I don't even want to say my that. roots. Just keep
0: at it like we said, right?
1: Yeah, that's what it is. Like, I'm still pushing, you know what I mean? I'm still pushing no matter what because it's, it's different when it's on you than when it's in you.
0: You know what I mean? Oh, I know. Like, for, like for, for, doing this show myself, like, I can coach people no problem tell them exactly what to do, but, like, to do it, totally different.
1: Yeah. So, if, like, for me, it's in me. You know what I mean? Like, it's not it's not on me. If I was to give up being a creative and being, like, a marketer, I don't know what else I would do anymore. I really don't know. I, I'll probably be lost. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs>
0: for it, sure. I love that. it. Okay so Jay I want you to go back in time with me for a second and if you could go and you know you were you were starting uh, back in school you know 15 years ago if you could go to little Jay back then and you go hey little Jay this is what's going to happen for the next 15 years of your life and here's everything that's going to happen to you but here's the one thing you need to know what is that one thing
1: consistency like keep to keep on the path to stay on the stay on the path cause it's gonna, it's gonna work. It's gonna work out eventually like consistency and frugality. You know what I mean? To, to, to save money and to invest more money in your brands. So like, like that's just one, you know, that's just one thing, but that's, it's going to be okay. man. Like, like, don't worry about so much. You're going to be all
0: right. I love it. That's beautiful advice for everybody out there. (laughs) All right. So um, now Jay, Let's pull back a little bit more. And, you know, you've done some incredible things in your life. You know, and, you know, this is, is I'm, I love this conversation we're having. because like, I'm sitting here soaking it up. But I want to kind of take a quick turn for a second, because I believe that we learn the most from our failures in life, not mm-hmm. necessarily our successes. Right. And, you know, from your failures, you have to pick yourself up. You got to dust yourself off, figure out what went wrong, and then fix it for the next time. Mm-hmm. So I want to know, what is something that you have failed at, and what did you learn from it?
1: I failed to uh, to attain my bachelor's degree in in college and i could i could have went to college sooner i could have went to i technically if I had to follow the correct path in high school, I could have went to any like ivy league college that I wanted to go to. My psych professor told me that I was so good at psychology that they wanted me. To go, that they will write me a letter of recommendation to whatever college I wanted to go to, basically, if I would just go to his class and get a C. Plus. Um, because he was just like, just will you just come to me? Will you just come and sit and like work with me? Like just stay here? And I would just like never go. Um, but his, his letter of recommendation was so powerful because he was on a board of psychologists in California. Um, also, like, my mom was a principal secretary so they were steadily like trying to groom me for valedictorian and i I stayed on the honor roll list i just would never go to class like i wouldn't really apply myself so i ended up like dropping out and then i ended up like actually going back and getting my high school diploma uh, about a year maybe two later um but not from the original school of course then for a while i just like floated through life i don't know what I was, I was searching for something. I don't know what I was searching for. Um, And again, I did eventually enroll in college, but I didn't get my bachelor's. I should have went back and like been like you, you know, you have a doctorate. That's pretty awesome, man. Um, You know, that's a lot of schooling, bro. It is a lot of schooling. (laughs) It's a lot, it's a lot of schooling and it's a lot of focus and it's a lot of dedication. And I wish ultimately that instead of like, kind of allowing myself to be disturbed in a lot of places or like feeling like because i was disturbed and walking away from a lot of things that i kind of had to just like stay there and knuckle down but at the same time i don't necessarily regret it because it's like it made me who i am today you know and i honestly think like maybe some things were not just for me um but again i would ultimately say that that's the biggest thing is not finishing that degree and because i don't never you don't never know where that where that goes you know and even gary v is kind of like down on college he's like oh you know you could go for two years and see if that's for you and if it's not for you then you know i'm sure you've heard him speak because I, I can mm-hmm. tell by how you talk you're familiar with like these entrepreneurial people like i am you know so um still it would have been interesting to see you know where that path would have led. But do I think that it would have, do I think it would have been better if I went over there? Uh, you know, the world will never know. You know what I mean? How many licks does it take to get to the center of pot, right? That's right. <laughs> That's right.
0: Okay. All right. So, Jay, what's something you're working to improve on yourself today?
1: Marketing skills still, more and so. Um, time management. Um, more interactions like this. More, inter- more interactions like this one because I realized that, you know, ultimately I am my number one product. You know, that's that's the thing. Um, and money, like, I want more money. Not because I'm, like, a greedy entrepreneur or something like that, but just because I want, like, a better quality of life for myself and for everybody else around me. I spent 5K in the last three months during this pandemic just trying to keep everybody afloat, man. Yeah. And I, I still kind of don't have anything to show for it. I, I bought a car <laughs> within the last, you know, within the last three months I bought a car. And so I have that to show. But other than that, like, I don't really have anything. To, well, no, that's not true too. Because I guess I had like, I have this opportunity with this company now, you know, and that's, that's huge, that's big. But other than that, I really don't have too much to show for that. And the only reason I did it was just to, like, because I'm a big, family values type of guy, so to keep my team afloat, like whatever sacrifices we have to make, you know what I mean, we're going to make them. And that's it. That's what it is.
0: That's so wonderful. All right, kind of, here a fun question. What is something that people misunderstand about you the first time they meet you? I think a
1: lot of people think that I am a different type of person than I really am. I'm really kind, so I think a lot of people mistake that for weakness. Or I think that depending on the situation, if I'm too if I'm too aggressive with you, I'm a Scorpio, man. So if I'm too aggressive with you, like you're gonna feel this thing. If I'm not aggressive with you enough, then it's gonna make me want to sting you. And that, and that's just the essence of the thing. So I'm learning that nowadays, you know what I mean? Especially how it is right now, because the society, the societal climate we're in right now is rough. It's not it's not easy for either side for any side of the fence. Because you can't even just say either side, because it's more than two. All right. You know, so that's yeah. it.
0: Okay. Now, Jay, this has been such an amazing interview. Thank you so much. How do people find you? Where are you at on social media? Um,
1: actually, right now, you can look me up on Facebook at Angel, A-N-G-E-L-L-I-T-O-S, A-N-G-E-L L-I-T-O-S Angel Lethos on Facebook right now. Uh, or you can email me at Y-E-S-H-M-E-M-O irs at gmail.com or just stop by signway.com s-y-g-n-w-a-v.com follow us and tell them that you want to talk to us
0: fantastic all right you have any final thoughts to share with us before we wrap up or anything i didn't ask you think we still need to talk about
1: not necessarily i do want to say again um you know shout outs to all the people that i'm working with so you know down boulevard um i want to say what's up come over and join smoking aces donor life group um, I want to thank you to Gamepreneur for having me over here and I want to actually like see what more can we do with each other and that's it man you know.
0: Absolutely all right well in that case Jay thank you so much for coming on this was a genuine pleasure.
1: Thank you man you too.
0: All right now for everybody right. else I'm gonna remind you all don't be just a gamer be a gamerpreneur.